You're listening to The G-Factor with Lauren and Tony, a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization. Now, without further ado, here are the hosts of G-Factor, Lauren Doherty and Tony Van. Hello, Lauren. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. You sound like you're like in a tunnel, maybe. It's close to a tunnel. It's <laughs> funnel because I think we're going to talk about funnel building. So I've we been are. working on that a little bit. Yeah, we are. And I feel like this is one of those concepts that it kind of has a scary name or you might be a little intimidated by the phrase. And then when you really when we talk about it and you think about it, it's probably something you do every day and you may not realize it um, or you may not be doing it every day and we can help you kind of perfect this process and build your email list or create leads or whatever you're needing, but create some, you know, interest for your business or organization. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. That's a great explanation for it. I think it's exactly what you say. It's not as scary as you think it is because most likely you're probably doing a version of it anyway, or hopefully you are. So Right. That's cool. That's really good. Well, do you want to kick it off a little bit with some ideas sure. on funnel building? All right, go for it. Okay. So I guess for me, thinking about this, like what is a funnel? Think about um, the shape of a funnel, which is basically like an upside down pyramid. Um, and that kind of helps me in my brain think about where people may fall or where you are in the process. So I'm going to just kind of talk through like the stages and then we're going to give you all some examples and things too. So kind of how this process works is at the top of the funnel. So the wide part of the triangle is where you're creating awareness in your marketing So that might be something such as, you know, writing a blog post or creating an ad. So you're putting out this information to create awareness for your message. So the next kind of right under the top of your funnel is where people are considering that message that you've put out. So maybe they're reading that blog post or they've seen the ad um, and they're maybe doing a little more research on their own, but they're, they're considering what you have to offer. Next, where you're getting a little bit into the smaller point, we're moving down the funnel is where the conversion happens. So this might be they complete a form on your website or they visit your website, whatever your conversion is. They visit a landing page um, and they take advantage of what you're offering, basically. And then when we get down into the bottom part, this is where, I mean, obviously that conversion is important. That's what we're looking for, for the ROI, you know, as as marketing and communications professionals, right? But this next step is where they move into the loyalty area. So they are a repeat customer or a return buyer, or they write you a nice testimonial, whatever you want to define as a loyal, good customer for you. That's, that's that next step. And then the final to me, and you might feel a little bit different, but there's kind of one step further than that. And that is basically they're your advocate or they're your mouthpiece for your brand. So they're even going a step further with that testimonial or something like that. And they might tell a friend or um, basically anything that they can do to advocate on your behalf. Like that's where you've really got them tied in. They're interested, they're engaged, and you know, you're keeping them around basically. So 
that's kind of the top to the bottom of like what a marketing funnel looks like. So I think it might be helpful to dive in on a couple of those. And then, like I said, let's give a couple of examples. So, yeah, that's good. Well, I think uh, you did, you did a really great job of kind of creating that uh, visual um, diagram, if you will. Uh, It's funny because I actually generally start from the tippy point up. So oh, yeah. in other words, um, I try to look at like, uh, what is the goal of the funnel? Just like mm-hmm. you were saying, is that creating engagement or stakeholder? Is that actually to buy a service, whatever that looks like? And then obviously identifying that audience who we're going to connect to, if you will. Um, so like you were talking about, whether that's trying to get folks to do newsletters or whatever, you need to know basically who's your audience. If you have you know, something that appeals to pet owners and you try to identify, you know, those people that own pets, right? You don't want to do something that's that's not. Um, and then basically um, push the process through. So like you mentioned, we were talking about ideas of either, um, you know, social media engagement or e-newsletter engagements or, you know, raw advertising or or something like that. And then, you know, kind of the last step, if you will, is just opening up the funnel looking at, you know, potential uh, income or incoming consumers to that funnel and then making sure that you don't give up once they, you know, open up the floodgates, like better terms, you know, be interested in tracking that result. And and I think Lauren's idea at the end of of basically getting a, a like a better term, an advocate or a peer-to-peer advocate is really an important goal because you can say how great your product or service is, but if you mm-hmm. have a third party like a consumer, um, that's even better. I mean, that's right. a that's a better move for sure. So, yeah, I think that's smart. And we always, I I know we've talked about it before, but you know, it's much easier to keep customers around that you've already cultivated and much more affordable than to continuously be finding new customers. So that bottom part, middle to bottom of the funnel is very important. And once they do convert to whatever action you're asking them to, um, making sure that you keep them around. So I have an example that kind of is, a, I think, a good dovetail here, which is a digital marketing example of a marketing funnel but this is a way to keep those customers um, coming back. So my top to create awareness would be an example of a digital ad. So you've placed something online or on social media um, that gets them to click through and may tease an offer, like a special offer or Mm -hmm. special content or something. Um, And then it takes them to a specific landing page on your website, which also would repeat that offer, kind of um, reiterate that. And to get said special offer, they have to fill out a form, um, which then would give you their information, such as an email address is what I'm looking for here specifically. So they could take advantage of the offer after they get you know, their email. Mm-hmm. And then you take that email, making sure that they've opted in, but you take that email and you plug it into a drip marketing campaign. So... A, hopefully they've converted because what you've fed them is what they're looking for. And B, it's a great way to keep communicating with them and drive them from like a conversion into that loyalty advocate, you know, area of the funnel. So just a really simple um, explanation or example there, but probably something that you all are doing or doing in a different way 
Um, but that is a viable marketing funnel. Yeah, I think that's a really great example. Uh, you know, digital marketing campaigns are uh, really effective, especially if you pick the right audience and uh, engage them uh, on the right channel. So good job. I think, and I think that's really a great illustration of things that people may be doing or maybe mm-hmm. like stumbling through, but they kind of haven't figured out, oh, I'm, I'm building a funnel or I'm doing that kind of thing. So, right. And something kind of going back um, to what you mentioned, which was knowing your audience and defining your audience, you could have different funnels and different actions throughout that funnel for all of your different audiences. And Mm -hmm. that being said, you should, because you want to make sure you're delivering them information and content that they are looking for. So when you have your audiences outlined, you could literally like write this down on paper with a nice, I can just picture in my head, like this nice little funnel and step-by-step um, but you could have very specific um, goals as well as things like whatever type of content you're delivering for each of those. And I think that that's something important to think about too. What do you want them all to do? And, um, you know, what does that look like? So, yeah, I, and it was funny because you meant in my head, you should be doing that. Like, I mean, you should have different funnels with different outcomes. And that's not only just for the engagement to the audience, but like you say, it's also the tracking on the back end. That way you can see if it's effective and understand. So you don't want to muddle your funnel, lack of better terms. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. That's really good. Um what else? I, I think the other thing that I see sometimes just pitfall, if you will, in a funnel is sometimes you get bogged down in the process. And there's a lot of times where you're trying to, you know, build that pipeline or build those leads and you get really excited and then you kind of overlove the folks that are engaging. And then, like you say, maybe the folks that could engage or have um, potential um, or a potential audience, you kind of ignore because you're so proud of yeah. your funnel, you know, I mean, just as well as I know that's kind of very amorphic, but I mean, I've seen that a lot of times where people, you know, actually implement things and then they're super excited. And then after a while, their pipeline drives, you know, dries up and you're like, well, you're not following your consumer. I mean, you're offering right. the same thing you offered a long time ago. So it's just important to kind of stay on top of all of those and watch the consumer's attitude or progress. So that is really good advice. Um, I totally agree. It's And like we kind of said, it's not always about finding new. You could obviously create funnels and information for your existing audiences too. So mm-hmm. really smart. So Absolutely. I think that's a pretty good overview. Um, obviously, if anyone has any questions or you know wants any input from us on your current marketing funnels or how you have those set up or ideas find us on social media, um, let us know. We can help solve some of those issues. Absolutely. That's cool. All right. Well, we'll wrap this one up. Well, I guess we've hit the end of this funnel. So I'm Tony Van. <laughs> and I'm Lauren Doherty. And we'll catch you later on the G Factor podcast. Thank you for listening to G Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.